to today's episode of Bright New Star. We have Charity and Marie here, and we're going to talk about there is a cause and you are needed. There is such a cause in the world today. We are not meant to be here alone. There's a famous poem, no man is an island entire of himself. We are meant to be together and we're meant to work together. And as I have traveled this nation, I have found that people are desiring so much right now to hold on to something. But what is so important for you to understand is indeed there is a cause and even more important, you are needed. Winston Churchill, I think about him sometimes, he is quite the character if you've ever read any of his biographies or any of his writings. But a huge piece of his life was he got kicked out of Parliament so many times because he would be on the wrong party's side. He would believe in something and people wouldn't want him. And so they would kick him out and then he would come back. And through that process, Yes, he went through major lows. He dealt with depression, but he also remembered who he was and he remembered and knew innately within himself that he was part of a cause and that he was needed. And so in the end, he became one of the key components of what made it so that we were able to finally finish World War II because he came back as the prime minister. And one of my favorite stories of him, actually I have so many, but one of them is that one time he was in London and he decided to sit on a roof during the bombing raid. Everybody was like, you've got to go inside, you're so important. And he's like, it's not gonna make a difference if I'm out here or in there. I am not going to show the enemy that I'm afraid. And I think truly for himself, he also showed himself that he wasn't afraid. And he made it through that night just fine, obviously. He had a very full life of so many different experiences that we'll touch on another time. But the important thing was he was needed. And he stepped forth when he was needed. And he stepped forth when people thought they didn't need him. And that's super important too. Know that you're needed. Yeah, it reminds me of Nehemiah, who was obviously hundreds of years previous in the Middle East, where he had heard about how things were going in Jerusalem. The Jews had returned from their captivity in Babylon, and Cyrus had let them go back. And this is 20 years afterwards, and he, he's hearing reports about how things are not going well in Jerusalem. But he's got a nice, cushy government job. Right. <laughs> but it really hits his heart. And I think that's one way we know when we're needed is because it really hits our heart. And it hit Nehemiah's heart. He's like, I could do something. That was a little audacious <laughs> to think he could do something. But he fasted and prayed and thought about it. And he went to the king and said, I'd like to go back. And he sent him back with a commission to, yeah, go ahead and rebuild the walls of Jerusalem. And these walls, the circumference is like almost two and a half miles. Wow. The walls are on average 39 feet tall and about eight feet thick. So these are big walls and they had been torn down by the Babylonians. The foundations were kind of there, but this is a big project. It took four years to build them originally. 
And he comes back and says, we're going to do this. And he invites everyone to basically build the wall in front of where they are living. He knew there was this cause, and he had administrative leadership skills that just helped him to invite everyone to join the cause, which I just love Nehemiah for that, because he didn't do it by himself. He recruited, and he said, you just build here, and you build here, and you build here, and we got this guy with the trumpet, and if anybody hears the trumpet, everybody rushed to help, because no one wanted them to rebuild the walls, and they were attacking. They literally were building with one hand and had a sword in the other, all of them. And I think in all of the causes that we have, we're called to both build and protect. Oh, I love that. Yes, build and protect, which are two other principles, right? We're meant to create, to build, and if families, if people really understood how important protection is. Well, and if we all build and protect where we're at. Yes. Because with that program that he did, with everybody building, protecting, and staying the night at Jerusalem so they could help, with that program, he was able to rebuild those walls. And they've been back for 20 years now, trying a little bit here, a little bit there. 52 days. 52 days, they got the gates, the walls, all set. Jerusalem was refortified again. And no one thought he could do it. The enemies didn't want him to do it. But he did it. And I just thought he was just one. But he did it. It amazes me. That's a huge project. And sometimes what weighs on our hearts are huge, huge things. And we think it through logically. There's no way I can make a difference in this. I mean, I have some skills, but is anyone going to listen to me? Is anyone going to join this cause? But if it's really what God wants you to do, look at what can happen. Right? And I love 52 days. You make me think I'm in a woman's choir and we're singing a song called Lineage. And it's about my grandmothers. My grandmothers were strong. They tilled the soil. They used their hands all day long, but they also sang. Mm. And they were part of a cause. They moved forward. I love in a class that I've taught in the past that's called Moving Forward, the Cause of Liberty is one of the traits of a statesman. As you're talking about that, again, there's a cause. And part of it is creating, part of it is protecting, part of it is being exactly where you are and connecting with others. So we have create, protect, connect. Isn't that beautiful? Well, and it makes me think of how important it is to not step back and say, I've done enough. I love the Lord of the Rings and Tom Bombadil. He's a nice guy, but he's withdrawn. He's put his borders on. He's like, I've done enough. I've helped enough. I'm going to live in this happy little place and I'll help people who come to me. I might venture out and save you from the barrel rights, <laughs> but I'm not going to go past these certain borders. How much good could he have done? How much could his wisdom have made a difference if he had shared it? We don't know. We just right? don't get to know. And I am always sad because I love Tom Bombadil, but they don't have enough about him in the story. And that was his choice, his choice not to choose to be a part of that. What causes are we not choosing to be a part of? Because I've done enough. I have created this nice little place for me here. I, I'm, I'm done. I'm busy. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I've got it. I've got to 
water the flowers, whatever he was doing. He had like, oh, Goldberry's waiting for me. I need to go back. And it's interesting to think how the Woods story might have been different if Tom Bombadil had joined. Right. And so how is our story different? We both felt called to be part of this podcast again and pick it up. And because both Marie and I realized that principles are so critical in this world today. Principles, they're eternal truths. And so they're not only important to today's world, they're important throughout eternity. And if God's in heaven, and we know he is, and he follows certain laws and principles, and he has a cause, why can't we be part of his cause? And I feel like he's placed in each one of us certain talents, desires, and abilities to move that cause forward. And so one of the things we must do is discover and develop our talents. That's one of the causes that we need to be involved in is just discovering and developing our own talents. So when the call comes, we're ready. I don't think Nehemiah knew that all the administrative type of things that he was doing for the king would eventually be able to be used in Jerusalem to help do so many things, not just rebuild the walls, but to free the Jewish slaves and to cancel debts and stop usury. And there were quite a few things he was able to put into place that really helped the Jews be able to unite and rebuild. But he didn't know that when he was just serving in the king's house, that he was developing a talent that God gave him for that cause. Ooh, so true. And it makes me think, how important it is that we continue our studies, whether we're studying books and history or studying like Nehemiah did, how to work correctly in the king's house or studying the land. I teach youth ages 15 to 18. Recently, we've had some good discussions because they're getting ready. They're on the cusp of adulthood. And so they're getting ready to go out and they're like, well, why do I keep studying? Why am I going to essentially do my GEs, right? Why do I need to know about everything in the world? And I found this phenomenal resource that talks about how critical it is that we continue our studies because what we study will be utilized in our life. So you're going to want to make sure that what you're studying, again, whether it is telling the land or learning a skill so that you can truly fulfill your job or assignment, or studying books, that you study things that are filled with light. Because if we are part of a cause, and we are, and we're needed, we want to be filled with light so that we can truly do it. Because people who always or mostly study things that are depressing or just not uplifting, they don't always have the ability to fulfill what is truly innately within them because they lose the desire, they lose the hope, which we'll talk about in another episode, but it's so critical. And I found myself even yesterday, I'm reading a book right now called The Elegant Universe by Brian Greene. It's about the string theory in physics. And I've loved reading about it, especially as it talks about Newton and Einstein and just how light actually works and what they think. But the thing that tickled me and just actually, as I read it to my 13 year old yesterday, it struck me so much. It said, 
Newton's was such a monumental intellect that, for example, when he found that the mathematics required for some of his investigations did not exist, he invented it. <laughs> Nearly three centuries would pass before the world would host a comparable scientific genius. Speaking of Einstein, and I was talking to my 13-year-old and I said, you know what? They had a cause and they knew they were needed. And you can too. You have this capacity within you if you choose to utilize it. And so it's so important that we study so many different things. And we didn't even bring in the arts, but that's important to study too, especially because so much of the arts are filled with light. And so are the sciences, the pure sciences. Oh, they make me happy. I think that's the arts especially is where we build. We build others and draw them into the cause is through the arts. It's through beautiful music, beautiful stories, beautiful movies, all of those things, beautiful paintings, draw people into the hope and to the cause. And so those things are desperately needed because so many are wallowing in this dark place. Those just show the light so clearly and reach the heart very quickly. And so you see that being part of a cause, it's also part of innately who you are. We just touched on the sciences and the arts. It might be that you are one or the other or a mix of both. And there are so many other beautiful things in this world. But realize and remember that you truly are needed. Tell me about George Washington. Well, I, I often compare him to Tom Bombadil. They both have created these beautiful houses, beautiful lands. Mount Vernon is just this gorgeous place where he's just taking care of it. But time after time, there's a call. Will you come help us with the war? Will you come help us with the Continental Congress? Will you come help us with the Constitutional Convention? Will you, will you come back and be president? <laughs> will you come back and be president again? I know he wanted to stay there in Mount Vernon. It, I mean, who wouldn't? I was just there last May, just looking over the Potomac. like, who wouldn't want to just stay here? Right. And he was doing good things. He was building and creating, trying new plants and new techniques of different things. But he also knew he was needed. And so he went again and and again. He helped to build the nation with the congresses that he participated in and helped with that founding and being such a perfect example of a president in so many ways. He protected during the Revolutionary War. So he built, he protected, and he connected. He had time for people. He met with them. He talked with them. And so he made that fabric stronger by those connections that he did. Oh, it's beautiful. Yes, so very true. And the amazing thing was that Washington continued on even when people gave him a hard time. If you read some of the letters that others in Congress wrote when they were annoyed with him or they thought he was pompous or, you know, whatever definition they put in their head about him, he didn't allow it to stop him. And the nice thing is that as we're moving forward and being part of a cause, of course we're going to get flack and we're going to get kickback. If you don't, you might not be part of the right cause. <laughs> so, but take that example, move forward, regardless of how other people respond or how they act or how they think, 
because we can only control ourselves. Mm -hmm. And that seed that has been placed in us is so important. I love going to the Gospel of Matthew. In Matthew chapter 4, verse 19, it says, And he saith unto them, Follow me, and I will make you fishers of men. And this is the King James Version, and I think it's still so incredibly clear. Follow me, and I will make you fishers of men. Going back to the beginning, no man is an island entire of itself. Every man is a piece of the continent, a part of the main. And remember... Yeah, we need to remember that through all of this, we need to be building. Back to Nehemiah, they were building something and protecting, but not tearing anything down. They were building. So with everything that we're doing, we need to be building people. We need to be building ourselves. We need to be building hope, kindness. The cause takes all of those things in. And as we build in beautiful ways, we will make a difference. Yes, and we will be part of the cause and we will know that we are needed. So to conclude, what are you building? What cause are you part of? Do you realize how incredibly much you are needed? You're unique.